When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The viewers want to know your take on Shohei Otani. My take is baseball has to understand that they're an entertainment business. Here's what we don't know, Rod. We don't know what motivates Shohei Otani and what Shohei Otani wants. But it sure is fascinating watching all of this unfold. You know, the, the kid gloves with all of this around Otani, they're kind of walking on eggshells around him. It, it's wild. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Um, am I good? Can you hear me? Connect Rod back to the show. Welcome back in for hour two of the RP show as we uh, bring you back in. Just let me know the second, just put Rod back on the screen the second he gets his mic fixed. Sound good? All right. Hopefully he can get that fixed. What's that? Okay, we don't have him in yet. Hour two of the RP show here on the air. Thanks to... Uh, Sean Reynolds for joining us back in hour one. There's Rod. Do we got you now? Yeah. How's it feel when the guy's not ready to start hour two? How's it feel? Gotcha. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. No, that thing happened in the break where I get this in my ear with the machine. I don't know what it is. I tried to get the guy's attention. Didn't work. Boy, are we off to a flying start here. And here's what I was saying when my microphone wasn't working. And thank God now it is, Moose. People are joining us at a great time here in hour two because something's popped into my head. And I want everybody's participation on this one. Watching uh, on Game Plus television, listening on the radio down there. Rhino Radio, you can chime in on this too. A couple of weeks ago, there was a story that I wanted to read. And for whatever reason, like I had it lined up in my notes. And it didn't, uh, we didn't have time to get to it. And it had to do with the Dallas Cowboys finally adding Jimmy Johnson to their ring of honor in Dallas. I'm sure you're familiar with the story. Him and Jerry Jones had this rift that went back to the 90s, almost yeah. 30 years. And it had like the top 10 NFL rifts. Apparently, Larry Fitzgerald and the Arizona Cardinals are estranged. I had no idea. I didn't know that. You wouldn't know. Right? You see, I just saw Larry on television the other night, Monday Night Football, on the, on the panel. It's not something that he talks about. Here's what, I, here's, the, here's what I'm getting to. This Paul Maurice Winnipeg Jets thing, if you were paying any attention to the interview with Sean Reynolds or what I said coming out of it, I'm not a Winnipeg guy, but I've lived next door for half a century, 
so we're familiar with each other. We're neighbors, one. And two, this show now beams into Manitoba and Winnipeg on Game Plus Television, Channel 1190, Bell MTS Cable, and Shaw, Channel 230. So, I want your take on this. This rift between Paul Maurice and Winnipeg, and extrapolate it to any other rifts that people know of. Because there's a legendary one between Dave Keon and the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I know you weren't alive to watch him play, but you must have at least heard about the rift between Dave Keon and the Leafs. And I'm not sure they're even over it. I don't know. You know, a lot of, in, in Vancouver, I'm sure there is. I think Trevor Linden's estranged from the team because of the current ownership. I may or may not be right on this. But I wonder how you feel, Darren, and for that matter, the audience. Paul Maurice coaches the Jets for nine years, largely pretty good years. Really, I think we would all agree. And then December yep. 16th, two years ago, my birthday, I'll never forget it. I was standing in the parking lot of PMC Bank, and my phone went off, like notification that Paul Maurice steps down. And I, I immediately, as coach of the Jets, I'm on the phone to my hockey people in Winnipeg. I've got many, and nobody there knew what the hell was going on, right? Leaves, they go do their thing, they're doing great. He comes to Florida, they're doing great. And yet, when the Jets just won here two Fridays ago, 3 nothing at Florida, Sean Reynolds just said that was the best game that the Jets played all year. And uh, Hustler, Andrew Patterson, our good friend from Winnipeg Sports Talk, points out that the Jets are 4-0 against Maurice since he dipped. That's Hustler's term. I didn't even know what that meant. I had to look it up. Dipped. And I'm like, when are you honestly going to get over this? And, and the thing was, I said to Reynolds, why, why can't Winnipeg get over this? You're 4-0. You're on top of it, really. Why rub it in his face? And he said, the media is a little upset that he'll never give the Jets credit for beating his team. Even that night, he said, we beat ourselves. The only player we had going was Ryan Lomberg, the only player. And I'm like, you want credit? Were we not just talking about that this morning, you and I, on the phone about something else? You're never, you're never going to get credit for anything, even if you deserve it. You're not going to get it. I know. So is this Jets, Maurice thing going to end when he's in the ground in 50 years? I don't know. Like, I don't. I know. I'm blown away by it. I know. Like, but here's like, he didn't get fired. He left. He made the choice to leave. And so they're, they're spurned by that. Yeah. They're, they're jaded. You know, if they had fired him, it'd be a different story. They maybe would be happy that he's having success somewhere else. But he left before he could finish the job, before they could get over the hump and win a cup. You know, and then he takes Florida right to the Stanley Cup final. And it's kind of like, ah, it could have been us, right? Well, the problem is, it wasn't going to be the Jets. It wasn't working. It was starting to go the other way. Paul Maurice recognized that, and it's like my message isn't getting through the same way. They need a new voice. I need new players, a new environment. It actually, believe it or not, is a win-win for the Jets and for Paul Maurice, but nobody will see it. <laughs> so stop talking about it. So like we're getting into story time here and really, really good story time, at least the stuff that I love talking about. And by the way, John Ohm... Um, says, I love Paul Maurice. The stories I've heard of him make me so proud of the man he is. Lots of respect for me and most others. Paul was frustrated in Winnipeg. I get it. Some don't, I guess. Well, that's what we're trying to do here. And I've understood 
and I've known this for a while, while I, why I've been given this platform, a national television show, to help people. I honestly believe that with some things, and I'll get to that in a second. BW from Edmonton is in a hotel. He says, this hotel I'm in has Telus TV. Um, but he says, Tic Tac Doe is on Game Plus. I don't know, bro. We're not the TV times. Why did I read that? Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes that, and he says, there are no worse or sadder rifts than those between family members. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about right now. We're not family ties. We're not family matters. We're not the recovery hour. The, we're the Rod Peterson show. But I just want to make something really clear. I was saying to Darren this morning, you went to the Hockey Hall of Fame on Tuesday, and you came out of that all horny because you said there's all those cool artifacts and really, like, really cool stories there. And I'm like, it is cool. I've been to the Hockey Hall of Fame. I know there's a lot of exciting stuff. There's like two, three, four, five, six, seven levels deep of even more interesting stuff that's there, but nobody ever asks about. And though I related this to this. I said to Darren, I was the voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Regina Pats at the turn of the millennium. I thought that would be a big deal. Guess who cared? Nobody. Nobody cares, Jerry, but you. <laughs> and so in 1999, I was hosting a talk show called Sportsline, and we had the defensive coordinator on the air. <laughs> this, is, this is fantastic. Rod Russ. Does that name mean anything to you? Rod Russ? No, unfortunately. No, you'd have to... You'd have to look him up, and I'll do that right now. I'll go to the big board. Just so for those that don't know, it's important. He was the defensive coordinator of the Montreal Alouettes, but he used to be the head coach of the New England Patriots. And uh, this was a show that I did from a bar uh, next to the chimney. For those, the old-time the old Regina people will know this. It was called the Teacher's Club, and it was in the basement. Yeah, it's the way we did things back in. Here we go, Rod Rust. He died in 2018 at the age of 90. So when I was talking to him, he was older than dirt. Uh, coached the Kansas City Chiefs, was the defensive coordinator in 1978-82, with the Patriots 83-87 as their defensive coordinator. D.C. of the Chiefs in 1988, the Steelers in 89, the Patriots in 90, the New York Giants in 1992, the Atlanta Falcons in 1995-96. Some would say he can't hold a job. Uh, 97, 98, Montreal Alouettes. So anyways, I'm doing this show, and I'm trying to get people to come on my show. Not much has changed, Jerry. So I called him from his hotel. I called him in his hotel room, the Regina Inn, and I said, Rod Rust, it's Rod Peterson calling voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I do a talk show. Would you be willing to come on my talk show tomorrow? He's like, absolutely, because he's a pro. And I said, okay, well, it's at the teacher's club. I'll send a cab for you. We'll cover your tab. He's like, I'm not going to no damn bar. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll do it on the phone. And that's not even the point of my story. The Alouettes were kicking ass in that 98, it was 98 season. And um, number one defense by far in the Canadian football. He, he was the author of what they called the match defense. Look it up. I don't think anybody runs it anymore. The match defense. Maybe it was 2000, they says here. Rod Russ was named the head coach of the Montreal Alouettes of the CFL in 2000. 
was fired during the 0-1 season after a six-game losing streak. And then he went on to be the defensive quality control coach of the New York Giants. Talk about falling upwards. But anyways, yeah. I said, with your defense, with your defense being so far number one, this vaunted match defense, who, should, who gets credit for that? He goes, what do you mean? And I said, well, who gets credit for the fact that you guys have potential? I think it was like the greatest defense in the history of the Canadian football league. He goes, doesn't matter who gets the credit. It's about winning. It doesn't matter who gets the credit. The fact that that would stick with me 23 years later means that it impacted something on me. So that's the main thing, is that it doesn't matter who gets credit, and you're never going to get credit. <laughs> so I'll just say this. This is why I'm sitting here in South Florida. I said it there on this morning. My old radio show that I started on the sports trip that I started is here in South Florida right now with my friends, but I ain't part of it. It doesn't matter, you gotta move on. Nobody cares, Rod, nobody cares. You gotta move on. And it's like my counselor, Rand, who told me a couple of years ago, he's like, you're sitting there waiting for something that's never gonna happen, so you need to move on. It's never gonna happen, move on. Hence, ta-da, here I am. And to land the plane here, one of, and that's the thing, for the people, mostly all the same people that were on that trip that I hosted for years are here, and you know them. And I'm like, well, and I saw some this morning. If people want to see me, they can. If they don't want to see me, they don't have to. One of my good friends, did I tell you, rented a car and went down to the Florida Keys. It's like a 90-mile drive from here. And uh, because he doesn't have his phone on, because Canadians don't turn their phones on down here, because you get raped on data charges, obviously. But I, if I had a chance to call Dave, I would say, stop in at Jimmy Johnson's because it's Thursday and he's going to be there. Jimmy's always at his restaurant on Thursday mornings. There's a little travel tip for you that you won't get from Triple D Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Go to Jimmy Johnson's on Thursday morning if you're in the Keys. You, might, you will meet the two-time Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl winning coach. Darren, I'm not sure there's a moral or a point to any of that story, but I hope you're entertained. Mic drop. <laughs> what did you learn, Darren? What did you learn? I learned that Jimmy Johnson shows up for eggs on Thursday morning. Okay? And if I'm planning my trip to the Keys, it's going to be to at least go to Jimmy Johnson's on a Thursday morning. Um, I don't know what would be cooler. Uh, seeing him having <laughs> breakfast and coffee at his restaurant or seeing him running down the street along the beach with his little iPad on the, you know, the, the armband strap. Looking like a million bucks. Yeah. I don't know what would be cool. You could, you could cut a sausage with the edge of his hair. Put it yes. Jimmy John, you get just tight. Right? Um, well, this is fun and funny. Uh, number one, Jeff Gordon says, did any of the sports cage trip people reach out to say hi last night at the game? Not at the game because they're too busy getting pissed. Which I get. I know they're from Saskatchewan, for God's sakes. They're cutting loose. It's like for $95, you got a game ticket, and they were in a club that you could drink as much as you wanted. They're going to get their money's worth, bro. But I did see some today. Yeah. Picture of which I put on my Facebook and Instagram, my own personal. Jeff the Stamps fan says, going from a head coach in the CFL to an assistant in the NFL is not a promotion. Says who? Because I 
That, again, that depends on the person. That depends on the person. Because Craig Dickinson, my very good friend, recently fired as head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, was an assistant coach with the San Diego Chargers, and he would tell you exactly what Jeff, the Stamps fan, saying. Dickie, very good friend of mine. He'll be coming on the RP show coming up. And he said, hey, Rod, it's pretty cool coaching in the NFL. You, you know, you wake up. He, st he was living in La Jolla. Um, he goes, you're on, the, you're on the shores of the Pacific Ocean. You hear the ocean crashing up against the waves outside your window. That's pretty cool. But then you go to practice, and all you're doing is moving pylons around and carrying ball bags. You don't have any real duties. You're not actually coaching in the NFL, not at the position he was at. Come to the CFL, and you can actually have some input on the players and maybe game planning and that kind of thing. But I can tell you, I'm about the paycheck in a lot of ways. And I will tell you, the NFL assistants are making astronomically more than the CFL head coaches. Just my opinion. And Jeff just said, he goes, that's my opinion. That's his. In 60 seconds or less, what, what would you rather do, be a head coach in the Canadian Football League or an assistant in the NFL? I'll take the NFL. I'll take being a head coach in the CFL because that's Is really that cool. Is that right? But if you get fired from somewhere like Saskatchewan or Edmonton, you know, or anywhere that's not, let's just say anywhere that's not Vancouver, um, and you land as an assistant with the LA Rams, you know, or the Miami Dolphins, that's a pretty good, like, consolation prize, right? To show up in one of those markets and be an assistant coach and have a good paycheck, even if you're not doing a whole lot, you know? So it's pretty good. Depends where you are in your life and what your priorities are. It's a, it's a fabulous. Would you rather be a Western Hockey League play-by-play -play guy, as I was for 20 years, or live in an NHL market and host an NHL podcast? I'd rather do this. But there are a lot of guys that would take the other, right? It's personal preference. We'll be back and take a look at all these games in the NHL tonight. Talk a little more about the NFL Thursday Nighter. 902-518-3033. The text line is open for Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. We'll update the poll question for Key Auto Group. It is, do you think the Blue Jays actually have a chance at signing Shohei Otani? Over 70% of you people saying, yeah, they do, which would be exciting. And then, do you really want them, given what you hear? We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It is the most interactive show on TV and radio, and somehow or another, as usual, we got down a rabbit hole of something I didn't plan on doing. Uh, I'm here in South Florida, as you see. Moose is in Toronto, and I did ask him to have a preview ready for the Leafs and the Sens, and Darren, do not get out of here. Don't let me let you go without talking about that. We'll get to that in a second. But a couple other things that we talked about were legendary sports riffs. Mm-hmm. Some you talk about, some you do not as a society. And then the other one that just naturally came up is uh, what would you rather be a head coach in the Canadian Football League or an assistant coach in the National Football League? And it just, again, it depends on your perspective. Wayne in Victoria, BC says, I'll take the cash. This, I swear to God, you get to this point in age where we're just like, just give me the money. <laughs> I don't care about anything else. Um, Ali in Texarkana says, supposedly there's a rift between Medano and the stars, but hopefully the fact they're getting him a statue means there wasn't or it's over. Well, I'll tell you, oh my God. God, God, gosh. Sitting there last night or yesterday afternoon doing that interview with Dale Talon, which it didn't, incidentally, the Cats and Bolts podcast is now live. I'll be posting it after this show. The former GM of the Panthers and the Chicago Blackhawks, Dale Talon, uh, Talon was our guest this week. And I, he goes, you look familiar. Were you a hockey guy? And I said, well, um, you might know my dad, Jim. They tell me I look a lot like my dad. He worked for the Stars for 26 years. He goes, Jimmy, he goes, did he start in Minnesota? I said, yeah, actually in 1988. Yeah, I know Jimmy talking about my dad. So if you think I don't know the deeper, deepest, where the bodies are buried of the Dallas Stars organization, you're fooling yourself. So yes, there was a rift with Mike Medano, and I would probably think that it's over now. He didn't even live there. You'd like to think that he does, but I believe he lives in Arizona and works for the Minnesota Wild. If there was ever a team that Mike Medano should be involved with, it's the Stars. And as you say, Ali, maybe he is now. But, you know, we got Jeff the Stamps fan chiming in here. Wally Buono and the Calgary Stampeders. That's a thing where I think it's over. I think, I mean, once you're fired, you do eventually need to get over it. But people are going to talk about it forever. Like, that's the thing with this Jets-Paul Maurice thing where we started this whole deal. I'm sure Paul would like to get over it because I'll be honest with you. I've been around him a little bit here in South Florida, but I'm around the guys that are around him all the time. You know what I'm saying? And they say he doesn't talk about Winnipeg. He just talks about how much he loves it here, that you can golf year-round, and there's so much sunlight, and obviously the weather's great. He doesn't talk about Winnipeg. But but when you got media bringing it up all the time, it's pretty damn hard to get over it. Did you know anything about that Leafs-Dave Keon rift, or is that way before your time? It's before my time. You know, but it's interesting that you bring up that that's a riff and it makes a lot of sense because growing up, you know, in the nineties and, and, you know, becoming a Leaf fan late, you know, really getting into it late nineties, early two thousands and being a diehard then as a kid, it was nothing about that. Right. It was Daryl Sittler, Johnny Bauer, Turk Broda, Wendell Clark, Doug Gilmore. Right. 
but they they put on the top list Dave Keon's like the best leaf of all time, and you never hear yeah. about it. You don't hear his Most name. Most people would. Why not, don't I ever? Anybody that knows would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just continue, but yeah, and that's why. And so now that you say that there's a rift, I'm like, it makes sense because you think if that was the case. There'd be more Dave Keon merchandise. I would know about him more. They would tell that story. But it's kind of like now I look back, I'm like, huh, sounds like maybe they wanted to just kind of forget about him, sweep him under the rug, not promote him. He wasn't doing the dinners. He wasn't part of the Leafs legends that went out and about. So makes a lot of sense. I don't know why or what it is. I have a feeling. It's like the rest of us. By the way, Jeff, the Stams fan, I appreciate him clarifying this. He says, Wally has no rift with the Stampeders. He was here this summer celebrating the 1998 Grey Cup 25th anniversary. I was there too, and you're right. So I think if, I would think at one time there was, but there isn't anymore, and thank you. I didn't want to start something here that isn't there. So thank you for that. But I, I'll go back, and maybe tomorrow I'll find that story because it had top 10 current nfl riffs and they just say that jimmy johnson jerry jones one is over but the larry fitzgerald arizona cardinals one still on and i'm like i didn't even know that was a thing so some of these things you talk about some you don't you know and bo levi mitchell and me people <laughs> when i'm in canada and you've been with me especially in calgary it came up like every day didn't it didn't come up every day yeah Almost, pretty much, yeah. you know. Somebody would yell yeah. it from somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, we're just <laughs> across a restaurant. Hey, Rod, where's Bo? Or they would literally just yell, Bo, shut your mouth. <laughs> like, Yeah, that, yeah, 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 that too, in support. Yeah, good point. So, yeah, that, again, you wonder, <laughs> people are finally starting to get it. When they say, why Florida? Where should I start? Why Florida? Why am I here? <laughs> right? Nobody's <laughs> yelling at me about Bull Levi Mitchell. I'll tell you that. And until the last 24 hours, nobody asking me about the Saskatchewan Rough Riders either. Paul in Humboldt writes in, he says, the rift started with Harold Ballard. And that's as far down this rabbit hole as I want to go because I will just say this I'm friends with a lot of former Leafs like good friends and um, anybody that's been watching this show over the last 1137 episodes know who those guys are and they don't want to talk about the Leafs they don't want to talk about Harold Ballard like something happened I don't know what it was bad it was bad and that's all I'll say. Um, sports update. Thanks for reminding me. The Battle of Ontario flares up again in Ottawa tonight as the Senators host the Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto sits fifth in the Atlantic Division and is coming off a 4-3 overtime loss to Boston. The Sens are last in the division. But riding a two-game win streak, it's the two teams' second meeting of the season. The Leafs won 3-2 on October 15th. My goodness, I've been sitting here talking for an hour and a half. Why don't you tell me a little bit about what's shaking in the Leafs nation and how, how are they feeling today about Canada's blue team? Yeah, you know, overall, okay, but not great. Um, and I think the issue is you look at Edmonton 
And that's obvious for, for whatever reason, I think it's the Matthews McDavid thing, but for whatever reason, Leaf fans, always the litmus test is they compare themselves to the Oilers. And it was, oh, the Oilers suck. We're, we're better. We're up in the standings. We feel pretty good. But now it's, well, we're not beating anybody six to one. We're not beating anybody five nothing. We oh, suck. Boy. The Oilers are way better than us. That's what's going on with Leaf fans. But this was interesting tonight. You have the, the Senators in your bottom five. And I think they're poised to jump out of that because they've only played 20 games. They've got a lot, bunch of games in hand on people, as many as seven games in hand. And look at this. They're sixth in goals per game. Leafs are 14. They're ninth in the league in shots on goal. The Leafs are 10th. Um, their shooting percentage, they're 10th. You know, goals allowed per game is better than the Leafs. Shots on goal allowed, better than the Leafs. You know, they're, but where they suck is their penalty kill is not very good. Power play hasn't been very good. And they take the most penalty minutes than any other team in the National Hockey League, the Ottawa Senators do. So some areas to clean up, but a lot of good building blocks to build off of and a young, exciting team. I think Ottawa's poised to kind of climb out of the basement of the NHL. Well, I guess we'll find out. I mean, if they beat the Leafs tonight, I, I would presume you won't leave the house tomorrow because they'll be rioting in the streets. Because as it sits right now, they're holding the final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. The Toronto Maple Leafs are host, holding the final playoff spot. And by the way, at 22 games played, We're basically right at the quarter point of the season. Now, I don't think anybody's talking about being fired. I would hope in Toronto. You don't, they don't declare the winner at the quarterway mark of the race, the halfway mark, or the third quarter way. They don't declare a winner, right? There's a lot of new players on the Leafs. And I, 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 listen, people can go watch our interview with Dale Talon or don't. I don't really care. But if you want to hear from a general manager who actually has accomplished something in his life, i.e. the Chicago Blackhawks and Florida Panthers, he, you talk to an old-school hockey guy like that, they laugh when you bring up Corsi stats and expected shot attempts. Like, what the hell is that? Who came up with it? Like, I understand a lot of people are very excited about that, but the, real, the guys that know what they're doing don't pay attention to that stuff. They don't. It's the dumbest, uh, to me, it's the dumbest thing. And just to, you know, you, again, go watch the interview with Dale Talon. But basically, you know what he said, Darren? He goes, he was the color voice of the Chicago Blackhawks for 16 years after having just played with, he did color on TV and radio for 16 years, Dale Talon, and then became the general manager. Think about that for a second, right? And he goes, what I value is the opinions. He goes, I want to hear from the stick boy. If he got something to say, I want to hear what the stick boy has to say. And the bus driver. And the captain. Shoot, the guy playing the organ. He wants everybody's opinions of what's going on in his organization. And just so you know, he was the general manager of the Blackhawks from 05 to 09. He built that team that went on to win three Stanley Cups. But then... It never ends well, and we talked a little bit about that. So he found himself here in South Florida as the general manager of the Panthers for 11 years until uh, 2020. August of 2020, I believe is what it was. He built this franchise here, and I don't really necessarily know how it ended. Bill Zito gets all the credit. 
We didn't get into that in the interview. But again, he drafted Huberto, drafted Barkov, signed Bobrovsky, drafted Aaron Ekblad, franchise pillars, you know? And it's just, it's just quite interesting because I said, how did you deal with the noise? He goes, oh, that's easy to block out. That's easy. He goes, uh, sometimes when there's media in your face trying to run the team and question why you did things, that can get a little annoying, especially when they don't know what they're talking about, but they think that they do. But he's like, here in South Florida, there's not many of those guys. So it's a lot easier to run a team here than Chicago and then Canada. Forget it. <laughs> but he said he wished he could have always, he, uh, he wished he could have um, been the GM of a Canadian team because he liked the challenge. And he probably yeah. would have been really good at it. So, all right, Moose, thank you. You have yourself a great RP show day. Enjoy the game tonight. Thank you. I will. We're going to talk about the red-hot Minnesota Wild when we return. They're in Vancouver tonight, and Jesse Pierce joins us from NHL.com and the Bar Down Beauties podcast. When we come back, right here on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. RP Show continues on a Thursday, and what we do in Hour 2 is look ahead to tonight's games. And in the National Hockey League, there are 13, including the Minnesota Wild of the Vancouver Canucks. It's uh, one of the hottest teams in the NHL is the Wild. They take a four-game win streak into it. They have not lost under new head coach John Hines. And we're just excited to bring in Jesse Pierce, a uh, good hockey gal, great media person from Minnesota, covers them for the NHL.com. And the Bar Down Beauties podcast. Hey, Jesse, thanks for jumping on with us today and finding the time because I know how busy you are. You, if I'm not mistaken, were a Dean Evison fan. So I wonder what the last I couple like weeks it, have been like yeah. for you. Yeah, that's what, that's what I think. Take us inside the Minnesota Wild and what this season's been like for them. I mean, Bill Guerin said it off the cuff. You can't fire 23 of the players that are performing badly. Not that you could ever trade your way out of problems anyway, but Dean Evson was kind of the only chip and the only card that Bill Guerin could play. And, and he played at Minnesota, obviously very much underperforming to what they could be capable of. I think the last time they had played, aside from this win streak, well, was game number one against the Florida Panthers, which they won uh, two to zero. But Minnesota just was struggling. And Dean Evson was trying everything he possibly could to get them out of that funk. He actually had switched up some lines. He was trying different systems for the power play units and for the penalty kill, both of which were atrocious to start the year that was a big reason that minnesota really struggled is special teams was very bad and i think that's why you saw obviously assistant coach bob woods go along with dean um you know but bill Guerin had to make that tough decision he liked dean evson probably even more than i did i was critical of dean once in a while but i did <laughs> like dean um and i think dean knew himself that it wasn't his fault. And I think that's a big reason the players are performing the way they are is because there's probably an element of guilt. They know they're the reason that this guy lost his job is because they weren't performing to their best. Uh, but good for John Hines. He's come in and taken leadership of the squad and, and doing things the right way. 
Well, and I guess that would be my next question. I mean, literally, I've been around the game my whole life, but I don't know what it would take to get these guys to play consistently every night. I don't know. That's why I'm sitting here, and you're sitting there, not sitting on a bench somewhere. But I don't know who's got the magic answer. I don't know. Like, with John Hines, what is he doing anything different? Has he said he's doing anything different on this win streak or what? I mean, to be fair to John, he hasn't had time to implement. There really isn't his thumbprint on this team yet. It's still very much Dean Evson's team, Dean Evson's system, unfortunately or fortunately not. I mean, they just, I think, needed to hear the messaging from a different voice. I kind of relate it to a parent, right? Mom and dad can tell me day in and day out that I'm doing something wrong. But when a teacher says it or a grandparent or somebody else says it, all of a sudden you listen, right? I think that's a little bit of what was going on because, again, John Hines, I don't think has a different message for the guys. He doesn't have anything, a magic touch necessarily. And again, with the game schedule as it is, he hasn't had a moment to really practice and change things up too dramatically. And he didn't want to. John Hines is still very much in evaluation mode. Lucky for him, he's evaluated in a team that looks much better than what Dean Evson was working with. Yeah, well, to be honest, I, I, I need to move on. That's been a large focus of today's show. But I've known Dean or of Dean, he's a Winnipeg guy, uh, played with the Kamloops Blazers League champion team in 1984. That's a hell of a long time ago, almost 40 years ago, and I just know, I just know that he's a good guy. Has he said anything publicly since the firing or not? Yeah, he was actually on our Bard on Beauties podcast this week. We caught up with him. He's incredibly positive because I think he recognized it wasn't his fault. And Bill Guerin had let him go and they gave, they embraced and and both kind of shed some tears because it was just a very unfortunate circumstance. Like, And he loves to say his mom had told him, it's not the first time you've been fired. It's not going to be the last time you've been fired. You can move on. So, I mean, he has a very positive attitude. The one thing is he knows he wants to coach in the National Hockey League again. And he's been very adamant on that saying, hey, you know, I don't want someone to lose their job, but I do want that opportunity. So he's keeping a pulse on it for sure. He said he's not cheering for the Minnesota Wild, but he's certainly watching the Minnesota Wild very closely, shaking his head a little bit, wondering why they weren't doing this when he was on the bench. Um, but he's in good spirits all in all, because as you mentioned, Rod, great, great human. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for that. But I will say this, too. I had the wild pick to miss the playoffs. Not that I'm any expert or not, but I just think they're on the, on the slide. I mean, that's the other thing. Which wild are they? The team that's on the four-game losing streak or what they were before? Like, are they maybe they're just not that good? Has anybody thought about that? I mean, I've been saying that since the beginning as well. I'm ready for the wild to admit maybe they aren't just that good, you know, and, and it's not Bill Guerin's very distinct on saying this isn't a rebuild. They don't, they refuse to rebuild in Minnesota ever since Craig Leopold has owned the team. That's been a thing that they're steering very clear of. However, with the salary cap mm -hmm. constraints as they are with those buyouts, a rebuild or being honest with yourself and saying, hey, it's going to be a down couple of years isn't the worst thing. I'm kind of over the good enough to make the playoffs, but not good enough to advance past the first round mentality. Um, you know, but Bill Guerin always pulls some magic out of his hat. The Central is a little tougher, I think, than everybody anticipated. So it will make it a little tougher, especially with Minnesota getting so far behind the eight ball. Even despite this four game win streak, there's still five points out of a playoff spot as it sits. Yes, there's plenty of time, but they need to get these two points in every game almost from here on out um so it's it's going to be a tough go for them i think they're gonna keep pounding at it obviously everybody wants to be successful in in the year but 
they've kind of uh, screwed themselves, screwed the pooch a little bit in their performance for that uh, seven-game losing streak. Could not agree more. Love the phrase. Never thought I'd hear it today. That. Um, you must get this a lot from your audience about surprises. I just got it yesterday for our Panthers and Lightning podcast that we do. Who are the surprise teams? And I'll be honest, I'm a little surprised Nashville isn't better. Have you seen them live? I, I thought they'd be better this year. Actually, I had them picked to take that playoff spot and the wild to miss. And that didn't look like that's going to happen. The past couple seasons, for whatever, I've always high on Nashville every year entering. I'm like, they should be better because on paper, they're a solid squad. And they're playing a little bit better. They're yeah. playing better than they did maybe last year after some of the offseason. So for Minnesota, go go into Nashville and take. That was certainly um, a big win. But yeah, Nashville always surprised me. Again, I don't know why I'm always putting my chips in their basket because I just have this belief in them. And yet every year, it's a little bit of a letdown. It's a little bit of a disappointment. I uh, Preds, I want you guys to do something. Just go ahead and do it eventually. And maybe one year it'll, it'll pay off for us, Rod. Yeah. Well, hey, lastly, uh, tonight's game, Wild at Vancouver. What has you excited about this game? I think this game is going to be Minnesota's biggest test on this win streak. I mean, beating Chicago is fine. Calgary was playing well, so for them to go into Calgary and and win was a, not a statement win, but it was a good win. Vancouver is hot, hot, hot. I love that for Brock Besser, a Minnesota boy of our own, but their offense is just rolling. I think I saw they have 10 goals more than any other NHL team. Um, and Minnesota's goaltending has kind of been a little shaky. Their defense had been shaky too. Goaltending's been better as of late, but I think it's going to be the biggest test tonight against such a red hot offense in Vancouver. Um, I'm excited to see what happens. Minnesota's playing with some speed and pace that I think could almost match Vancouver's, but it's going to be certainly their biggest test on this road trip. Um, so I'm just excited to see what they're actually made of, see what John Hines can do to counter Vancouver. Uh, it should be a good tilt this evening in Vancouver. Yeah, the, there's a case to be made. That's the game of the night. Where can people follow your stuff, Jesse? You can follow me on Twitter at Jesse, J-E-S-S-I underscore Pierce. Bard on Beauty's new episodes drop each and every Tuesday. As I mentioned, Dean Evson, our guest, we got to the bottom of a lot of fun stuff like why he punches coaches on the bench. So be sure to give that a listen. And uh, you can see my written work at NHL.com. How about that? Good stuff, Jesse. Hey, we're on Team Jesse, as you know. Happy holidays. I probably won't talk to you before Christmas. So all the best. We'll talk to you in the new year. Thanks, Rod. Minnesota hockey reporter Jesse Pierce. We'll be right back with overtime after this as we get into the uh, sports update and uh, audience takeover. Whatever you'd like to talk about, all the things that we flipped out on the table today. Next for Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. We are live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Okay, everybody, here we go. As promised, Overtime is brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes. And it looks like they're humming in there. Randy uh, is tagging me on their reels and videos from Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, and that just makes me so happy. 
because we are hockey first over here and people are taking advantage of our recommendation to go check out Overtime Hockey Lanes where skill and fun collide, an amusement park for hockey enthusiasts. Book your Christmas party there. Take your team, your family, your office, whatever the heck you can dream up. Overtime Hockey Lanes, 28th Street, Northeast in Calgary. A slap shot away from the old Crossroads Flea Market. Hey, have I got you convinced yet, Clark? Would you like to go? Yeah, he says he'd go. Absolutely. It's like top golf, but for hockey. I will just throw this out one last time because it's our final segment of the day. 902-518-3033. Um, oh, boy. Look at all these messages. I'll, I'll throw this out here. Ron in Calgary writes in. He says, Harold Ballard, the curse is real. Ah, yeah. Somebody put a curse on the Leafs. Is that what you're telling me? Because Harold Ballard was a jerk? It's, it's, oh my God, it's like anything. You talk to some of these Leaf greats, like Wendell Clark would lay down in traffic for Harold Ballard. Loves him. Tiger Williams, same thing. Some of the other Leaf alum I know would run him over if they had the chance. From Ricky Regina. Uh, ah, you're right, Dennis. Thanks to the Rod Peterson Show for a great hookup with Dave, the sports doctor, helping us create an amazing Labor Day promotion coming 2024. How about that? How about I'm that? hoping to be in Victoria for Touchdown Pacific. But you guys are just taking us right through the end of overtime hockey lanes here, which is perfect through overtime. You're filling up the time. I love it. Kirk in Toronto. This is a good one. We got to get Scott Milanovic on the show again. Kirk says, writes in watching on Game Plus, he says, ask Scott Milanovic. He goes, he's back to being a head coach in the CFL from assistant in the NFL. Oh, you're rhetorically saying ask Scott Milanovic. No, I want to specifically ask Scott Milanovic, what's better, being an assistant coach in the NFL or a head coach in the CFL? He would be the guy. Dickey would be a good guy, too. And I would expect different answers from everybody. Again, I know what I like. Living in an NHL market, hosting an NHL podcast is awesome. But it may be not for everybody, but it's where I want. It's what I want at this point in my life. So maybe Scott Milanovic is where he is, where he wants to be at this point in his life. I don't know the guy. I mean, I know him, but I don't know him. Ray in Scarborough. Writes in, he's watching on Game Plus TV, and he says, Hey, Rod, long time since we chatted. I believe Shanahan did a ton of work to get Dave Keon to show up for a few major events. Keon never got over Harold Ballard not paying him and went to the WHA. Dude, I get it. Regarding the match defense, credited to Rod Rust of NFL and CFL fame, Brian and Hudson's Bay writes in and says, match defense, didn't Rich Stubler used to run that as well? It's probably where Stubes got it. They say for the most part, nothing is original in marketing or sports. Write it down. Nothing's original. I'm not sure I believe that. It's got to start somewhere. But Rod Rust was the guy that I heard came up with match defense and made it famous and got it to work. Maybe Stubes stole it. I don't know. That sports update again. The Battle of Ontario flies, uh, sorry, flares up again in Ottawa tonight as the Sens host the Leafs. Toronto sits fifth in the Atlantic Division and is coming off a 4-3 overtime loss to Boston. 
Sens last in the division, but are riding a two-game win streak. It's the two teams' second meeting of the season. The Leafs won 3-2 October 15th. The Montreal Canadiens look to start stringing some wins together as they host the LA Kings at Bell Centre. Centre Bell. The Habs are coming off a 4-2 victory over Seattle on Monday. Meanwhile, the Kings have won two straight and seven of their last ten. If they win tonight, it's an NHL record. 11 straight road wins to start a season. Also, the Flames are home to Carolina. Come on, guys. That's got to be a laugher. The Flames, they got to win this one. Mind you, Rod Brindamore carved his team for um, laying an egg in Edmonton last night. So that, to me, is the game of the night. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's Winnipeg at Colorado. Huge Central Division collision there. And Vancouver hosts Minnesota. The Milwaukee Bucks face the Indiana Pacers. And the Lakers will battle the Pelicans in the NBA in-season tournament semifinals in Vegas tonight. The combined record of the four teams in the inaugural tournament is 19-1. and I don't even know what the hell this means. Today's games count as regular season NBA games. The championship game goes on Saturday. Don't say we didn't give them coverage. How about this? A former financial manager for the Jacksonville Jaguars is accused of stealing more than $22 million from the franchise through its virtual credit card program between 2019 and 2023. Guess you can't do that. According to court documents, Amit Patel is accused of using the money to buy vehicles, a condominium, a designer watch, cryptocurrency, and other items. How about that? How about that? Sports update brought to you. Sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in Landmark Cinemas now. Silent Night from legendary director John Woo and the producer of John Wick comes this gritty revenge tale of a tormented father who witnesses his young son die when caught in a gang's crossfire on Christmas Eve. Silent Night redefines the action genre with visceral thrill-a-minute storytelling. And also brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. Well, we got everything out of the way today. We came up with some topics that I didn't expect. Getting over things, all-time sports grudges. That's where the Davy Keon thing came up from, if anybody didn't know. Um, what are they saying on YouTube as we get ready to shut it down? John Ohm, you were a star today. Dung! John Ohm in Winnipeg. Lots of great matchups tonight. Jeff the Stamps fan says, who invented the West Coast offense? Bill Walsh! Bill Walsh. And Marcel Belfast stole it, brought it to Regina, called it the Prairie offense. Wayne in BC, great RP show as always. Have a great day, everyone. Eh, 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 eh. Lots going on here, everybody. They're making their predictions of the games tonight. Randy from Winnipeg, I see you. We'll see you tomorrow for a football Friday right here at noon Eastern tomorrow. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.